By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. Oh, what's going to give me hell? Well, here she is right now. Shelly, she's going <laughs> to... She's going to give me hell. Uh, I usually I do. Yes, what's it? It's a perk. Right. 6.15, good morning. It is BS.show. It is a Wednesday. It's Shelly's favorite day, hump day. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a better day than yesterday as far as weather-wise. Although, I can't complain about the temperatures, the rain. God, I just, you know, I don't know what it is about that cold winter rain that just started depressing. You know what I mean? The whole day is just sort of like, okay, it's gray. It's, you know, we're spring. Come on, That's we need spring. when you get into your bed, close off all the windows with dark, you know, dark curtains and put candles out and watch movies. Is that what it is? Yes. That's how you get through your dark days. I've never done that before. I have to try that. You should. Take it from me. Boy, there's all sorts of weird stuff to talk about today. We'll talk about this goofy thing with the balloons. Um, More. Okay, now hold on. Let me read this. I'm just I'm just looking at things. U.S. military strikes down possible Iranian-made surveillance drone. What? <laughs> what is this? See? That was you. What? That's you. Okay, this is in Syria. Okay, I'm going. I'm going like this is in the United States. No, no, this isn't Syria. Okay, never mind. Okay, I just looked at the headlines. And I saw that. I think, well, what? Well, what it's is... still a big deal. Well, you know what? It just doesn't happen in our world right now. If you hear, we'll talk about this next hour. If you if you heard what they said yesterday, supposedly there was a a high what they call it a top secret. Uh, what do you call it? Briefing, a top secret briefing of like the the Senate people or the the House people. I don't know which one it was, and they told them all this stuff. And some of the stuff has hit the news, and I'm going like, yeah, right. Well, it really wasn't that secret, <laughs> well, top secret, then was it? No, but what the, the what they're saying is, wait, well, on next hour we'll talk about it next hour. It's just to me, it's like it's like that's like saying. How you explain something? It's you know, it, like if you had kids, if your kids are like two or three years old, and they say, they say, "Mommy, Daddy, you know why? Why is it? Why does there thunder?" Well, because there's two big guys up in the sky who are punching each other, and that's what you hear when you hear when they when they punch each other. You know, that's what you hear. You hear that? That's what the thunder is. The thunder is the they're punching gloves. Th- you know, hitting each other in the face. Okay, mommy and daddy, thank you. You know, rather than give the real explanation, you give them the, like the "Hey, you're a stupid little kid" explanation. So I'm going to tell you, it's two guys fighting up in heaven or something like that. You know, you ever had that before? Do your parents ever tell you weird stuff? No. My mom told me. You know, what my mom used to always tell me, "What? Don't ever go into the radio business." She used to tell she me that. Did all, not. She, she told me that all the time. <laughs> she did not. Just, don't Just ever go in the radio it. business. Yes, that's what she said. Um, uh-huh. I'm sure that those were her exact words. Her exact verbatim. words. Her exact words. That's exactly what she said. Uh-huh. Uh, did you hear, was it, I think it was last month, city police now are the, at 700, and 700 plus cars stolen in one month. And half Here? of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In St. Louis. In St. Louis. Yeah, 700. And and half of them were, guess what? Half Kias. of them. Yes, Kias and Hyundais. Oh, my. That's you know, funny. supposedly... 
they're coming out with, this is what Kia and Hyundai is saying, they're coming out with some kind of a fix, but it won't be around, won't be out until June. By then, all the, all the Kias and Hyundais in the city of St. Louis will be stolen. Now, here's the problem. The problem now is they'll be stolen from the guys who stole them. In other words, there's some of these cars are going to be stolen more than once. Hey, so-and-so's got a Kia, and he's already stolen it. Let's steal his Kia. We don't even have to do anything because the ignition, the ignition module is already gone. All we got to do is just get that USB cord and stick it in there, and away we go. Okay, let's go get it. I don't, man, it's crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. And, you know, a lot of times on newer cars, stolen, if, it, if you know, been joyrided and beat up a little bit, they total them. You know that? Did not. Yeah, they told. Because it's what, like a part of a crime. Well, the the insurance company. And then that makes them some people. Void or something? Some people don't want them back. Matter of fact, there's a guy here in St. Louis who shall remain nameless. Works on another radio station that shall remain nameless. Got his car stolen out of his driveway, and it was his wife's car, and she did not want the car back because she did not want. She thought it was creepy. That somebody else had stolen her car. They didn't know what they did with it. They don't know. You know, they well, touched. Well, you feel violated. Well, yeah, they touched the steering wheel and they did this. And they, you know, but of course, we all know she shouldn't have. She was really being jerky about that because of the fact we all know that when they steal the cars, the the thieves are very careful with their cars. Uh, matter of fact, they put on vinyl gloves so that they don't, you know, get their, you know, their their dirty fingers or anything on the on, you know. No, and they, they don't. They put on little booties, you know, like the HVAC guy don't comes to your house and, and he 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 puts little, booties, little booties on booties and walks the... across the floor, you know. Yeah, they and and matter of fact, what the the car thieves do, they don't want to get any of the cars dirty. They wear like the, the little the little what the little, what do you call them the little plastic moon suits, you know what I mean? The ones like uh-huh. you you can just like. The whole body suit that, like, you're you're doing. If you're doing stuff in your house, and you don't want to get you know all dirty and stuff like that, you go. I think you can buy them at Home Depot. They're not that expensive. Well, they're made out of what's the stuff they they use for um, Tyvek. Tyvek. They they're Tyvek little suits. You put the little suit on, and you know, and and you you wear the booties, and that's what that's what they do in the city. They're really they're really very conscientious about stealing. Yeah, your car. I'm sure they are, Brad. <laughs> that's why. That's why. If you go right now, if you went to Home Depot in the city. Or any like the hardware stores and things like that. They're all out of the little booties. They're out of the little rubber gloves, and they're out of the Tyvek suits. Can't find them anywhere because all the car thieves have bought them all because they don't want to get your car all messed up. Uh huh. You believe that? No, because you know, <laughs> as soon as they take your car, they're in the shop and they're painting it and they're. Well, you know, the sad part of this is a lot of these are just being stolen for for joyriding because. They catch these kids. I mean, they are kids. A lot of them are, you know, under 16 years old. They're just joyriding their cars. I mean, think about that for a minute. I mean, when I, I go back in my life and I think to myself, when I was 16, would I have I've ever thought about stealing a car? That would be like probably the... I didn't even have my driver's license well, at 16. That would You didn't have your driver's license at 16? No. What? More like 17 and a half. Explain that. I walked everywhere. But I'm telling you, for me, on the day I turned 16, I was at the driver's license bureau. I'm sure you were. Why Why did you wait a year and a half? It wasn't important to me. What? That's You sound like the kids now. You know, a lot of the kids now don't have driver's license. You know that a lot of 16, 17-year-olds don't have driver's license. That doesn't surprise me. Because what do you need a driver's license for when you're down in your mom's basement all the time, right? Playing video games. You don't need a driver's license. You know? Actually, I didn't play video games, although they did have 
a video game player down there. Then they also had a jukebox. What in your basement? And a mini bowling alley. What? How? How? Not like one of those things where like it's night. We're talking mini bowling alley. One of those things like you used to have in bars with a lot with the puck. That kind of a deal with that you know, steel puck. You know what I'm talking about? No, these were balls. That's what these she said. These were like. You know, little bowling balls. How small? How small of a bowling alley? Uh, it was about, the balls were about the size of a really large grapefruit. A really large grapefruit. I'm trying to figure that out for a minute. So bigger than a softball? Yes. Smaller than a basketball? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. You know, if you were really somebody, I mean, you lived in Clayton. I bet you there's people who have real bowling alleys in their in their basements because of the rich. No, people. everybody went to Tropicana. <laughs> you know, I think Tropicana is still open. It's one it of the, is. That's one of the few bowling alleys. There's so many, like for example, in 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 Franklin County, the uh, the the bowling alley in in in, in, uh, Union. in well, it's still there, but the bowling alley in Washington's <laughs> gone. The bowling alley in um, what am I thinking? My mind's blank. Welcome to my world. Okay. The one right there in 44, you used to be able to drive by, by and see it. It's gone. I think they tore that building down finally, too. God, it's so sad because you I don't be... even know where you're talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Okay. It's out there in Franklin County. Oh, okay. You know I I'm... never went bowling there. Never? Nope. Really? Yep. Wow. I used to bowl up in North County. I used to be in a league. We used to bowl at Suburban Bowling Alley on 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 Bell Fountain Road. You know where that's at? No, we had the bowling alley that was on um, New Hall's Ferry. Yeah, between Parker and what's that one? Uh, I I don't know. I don't even know if it's still there. You know what? The can... bowling alley was in the base in the lower level. Can I tell you something about this? It's, sure. It's funny you should bring this up. Um, I. Don't think I did, but go ahead. I saw this video. I'm going to check my list of stuff to talk about here. I'm going to put this on the list for next hour. I saw this video, and I'm going like, okay, this is a joke. And it's not. Hold on. String string bowling. String bowling. You know what string bowling is? I have no idea. We'll talk about it next hour, okay? Okay, we, okay. Have, we have to take a break. I have to, I have to get something uh, fixed here at, this, at the radio station. And you know what that is? Me? My mouth. Okay, it is... <laughs> it's your what? My mouth. It's 625. <laughs> it is BS.show. That's who we are. Actually, that's a web address, but we are BS. She's Brad. I'm Shelly. 631. You know this lady... Um, you know who I'm talking about? Marie Kondo. You know who I'm talking about? No. She's the lady that... Uh, she became like this phenomenon back in 2019. They did a net- Netflix, special, uh, Netflix special on her. Tidying up. It was a Netflix series where she's, I think she's Japanese, and she did the whole thing where your house has... Feng Shui? No, no, your, your house has to be spotless, you know, and you have to declutter. Matter of fact, she when, she's, uh, when you declutter, it sparks joy. That was her big thing, spark joy. And and all of a sudden, remember, we ran into that lady at the, uh, at the one uh, business expo we did, and that's what yes. the lady did. She was a tidying expert. She What do they call it? She had a term for that. What do you call those people that do that? Um, you know what I'm talking about? I do. Okay, organizer. But, well, I think there's more than that. They are an organizer. Okay, so Marie Kondo, what was interesting was 
all of a sudden, after this series became popular, and especially during 2020, she came out originally in 2019, timing was good, then in 2020, we have the pandemic and everybody sits home, so what are you going to do? You're going to tidy up your home. And she tells you to get rid of stuff. She says, declutter, get rid of stuff, right? So what happened? All of a sudden, all the stuff shows up at Goodwill and (laughs) Salvation Army resell at shops and things like that because everybody's decluttering their house, okay? Oh, yeah. And she's got, I think she sold three books. And she's like the queen of decluttering. Some people call her the clutter Nazi where, you know, if there's, (laughs) you know, seriously, where if there's junk laying around, guess what happened last month? They found out she was a hoarder. No, no. She comes out. She's got another new book out. And this is so funny. I'm thinking to myself, okay, is this just to sell more books or is this just really her? She's not worried about being messy at her house anymore because now she has a third kid. And uh, she talks about, here. here's a quote. She says, my home is messy, but the way I am spending my time is the right way for me at this time in the stage of my life. Up until now, I was a professional tidier. So I did my best to keep my home tidy at all times. I have given up on that in a good way for me. Now I realize what is important to me is enjoying spending time with my children at home. She said, her house is a mess now. (laughs) Seriously, I'm not making this up. And she says, here's what's most important. Now, she says that the most important thing is to get your mind tidied up. (laughs) Is there any else? Anything else she wants us to tidy? (laughs) Her new book stresses the importance of cleaning up mental and emotional spaces. In other words, keeping your clothes folded and organized can be just as important as listening to classical music in the morning or making time for your children. Listening to classical music in the morning? No, listen to us. Hold it. Let's play some classical music. Hold hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You know what? We're gonna we're what? gonna we're gonna help you with Marie Kondo right now. You don't need to listen to Marie. You don't listen to the, you don't need that. All you need is us because here's what we're gonna do. You ready for this? Yes. Okay, we're going to help you with your mind right now. What are we gonna do? Ah yes. Classical music. A symphony. Andre Bocelli and Sarah Brightman. You don't need Maria Kondo. No. What you need is... What you need is Shelly. What you need is Shelly to say things like... Congratulations, buddy. (laughs) Thanks, Brad. (sighs) Don't you love it when people... You know, like, for example, who's the one that did the 180... Where they told you one thing and then they came out and say, "Well, I don't do that anymore." You know, I mean, you know, it's like, "Well, that's the way I used to be, but I don't do that anymore." Who am I thinking about? I have no idea. There's somebody that did like this, this did this 180 in their life, and we're going like, "Oh, oh, 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 I can stay." Uh, what's his name? Busey. What's his first name? Gary Busey. Remember, uh-huh. remember the story. See, you you should appreciate this story. Don't you remember the story? He was no. like Mr. He was like Mr. Harley. He was like Mr. Harley, dude. And he, he was. And he was always fighting with the authorities. I can't remember what state he lived in. And they always won. No, no, no. They did. Well, they won because, in fact, he kept getting ticketed because he didn't, he didn't wear a motorcycle helmet. He, you know, the, he lived in a state where you didn't have to have a motorcycle helmet. And then, you know what happened to Gary Busey? What? He fell off his Harley and whacked his head real hard and almost died. And then he said, hey, if you're going to be on your motorcycle, wear a helmet. 
<laughs> true story. He went from being anti-helmet to helmet. Now, I have to be honest with you, Shelley. It still sort of freaks me out when I'm driving here in the streets of Missouri when I see the dudes and the dudettes with no helmets on. Because, me too. Because, it, it doesn't freak me out. It makes me mad. Well, I get what they're saying because, and I to a certain extent... It's ridiculous, Brad. I, well, I guess it sort of makes me a hypocrite because I'm sort of a you know, libertarian, too many laws. And in Illinois, there I mean, I, I used to go in Illinois quite a bit. And there was a spot over in Illinois on 270 when you crossed over the uh the Chain of Rocks bridge right there but and you're on the you're on the uh, the you know the island where they were called Shoto Island it's not technically an island but you're there between the canal and the Mississippi River okay and they used to pull right off on the shoulder and take their helmets off because once you're wearing Illinois you don't have to wear helmets anymore but now you don't have to wear them in Missouri i think that's one of those things where I think that there should be... I personally be... think it's wrong. Well, I do too. I mean, nowadays, if you just... I mean, you can be going five miles an hour and dump your bike and end, on, end up on your head and be dead. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I mean, and it's to the point where <laughs> one of my nursing friends, you know what she used to always say? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what they call Harley riders? A lot of things, but what specifically are you talking about? Future organ donors. <laughs> That's what she said. They I've call, lost. I've lost the sense of humor about that. They've called the Harley Riders the future organ donors <laughs> because, and you know, once again, if you want to find out what kills people, go talk to an emergency room doctor. You know what I mean? Just go, or ta- Tiffany. Yeah, or yeah, talk to your daughter. Hey, you know, what do you see? I snorted again. What do you see you people coming in? You know, I mean, that's the kind of thing they see every day. And, you know, it's and what, what cracks me up is I still see this. Now it's to the point where I used to see it on these foreign videos where you see the guys working like in a you know automotive shop or stuff like that. Or they're working like in a in a steel mill and they're pouring, you know, molten steel. In the United States the guys are wearing, you know, they're wearing special uh, you know, a special hard hat that's treated so it won't, you know, won't have stuff melted and they're wearing face shields and they're wearing all this protective gear and they're wearing special boots and steel toed boots and stuff like that. You see these guys working in another country and they're in shorts, a t-shirt, and flip-flops. You go like, and even to the point where I see this more and more all the time because I watch all these car videos. I'm telling you, you think there's going to be the next thing's going to be. We already have the situation where there's people being being arrested by what they have in their YouTube videos. You know, we talked about this a couple weeks ago about these guys who are the the guy. There was a guy in I think it was New Mexico that had his had 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 his house raided by the SWAT team because he put up a video of him street racing. And the local prosecuting attorney sat there and watched it, and they figured out where he was because that's not too hard to figure out. If, you know, if you're in a municipality and you, somebody puts up a video and you go like, oh, they're on, they're on West Clay or they're on, you know, they're on Highway 100 uh, you know, outside of Washmo or they're on, you know, they're on uh, 141 uh, at Jeffco Boulevard. You know what I mean? You can pick her up where they're at. And sometimes you'll, they'll show the speedometer. You know, oh, we're going 90 miles an hour now. So they get arrested. Okay, the new thing is I think OSHA is going to be paying visits to these guys who are like some of these guys actually own shops where they're in business by 
you know, they they own a repair shop, a bottle body shop, or engine shop, or stuff like that, and they're doing work in their flip flops. And I'm going like, now hold on a minute, now. I even know not to do well, that. I mean, all you got to do, I mean, just if you drop a wrench the wrong way, oh yeah, on your toe, break that toe right off. That's gotta hurt. You yeah. know what I mean? And not only that, and it will leave a mark. Well, I see guys welding in flip flops. I'm going like. Ah, you know, I'm not, I'm a welder. I'm not very good at it, but I do weld from time to time. I've got a, a MIG rig and I've got a, you know, I've got a torch and stuff like that. I mean, when I weld, I got my long sleeve shirt on. I got my, you know, my helmet, my goggles. I got my, my gloves. You know, I'm wearing long pants. I'm wearing my boots, you know, because all it With takes. no helmet. No, I got my helmet on. Oh. I got my welding helmet. I just, my mistake. I told you I just bought a new one. I got one of those auto darkening ones. I which, know. When did what did you do before you got that one? I had a regular one that just had you flipped up. It had a number nine in it. You know what a number nine is? No clue. Number nine is the uh, the uh, the glass in it is is how dark it is. There's nines nines the lines the the least dark one you're supposed to use. I think they go 9 through 15. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. And 15 is like super, super, super dark. Matter of fact, you know what I did with my welding helmet back when we had the solar eclipse? I watched the solar eclipse. That's actually kind of cute. It was cool because, because you know, I mean, I'm not hurting my eyes and you could watch the, the moon go right in front of our lunar eclipse, whatever it was. You could watch the moon go right in front of the sun. Remember, remember, and we did that. I forgot to do it when we did, we were out there at, uh, we we're out there at uh, you were Klondike at Park. You, I was at Klondike, Klondike Park. Klondike and, you and were, I was at right. Quail Ridge. Right, right. Yeah, doing doing our remote broadcast for the radio station, for Far the uh, was that the was that the Parks last department? Yeah, that was the last solar eclipse. Yeah, I, I forgot my welding helmet, but a couple guys showed up with welding helmets. I thought it was sort of cool. That was where the guy uh, proposed to his girlfriend during the eclipse. Aww. Yeah, he got down on his knee and proposed and the whole bit. It was a total eclipse of the heart. Yeah, there's a video. There's a video. I don't know how they pulled this off. I can't believe that the city didn't have a problem with this. There's a video up on YouTube. I think I'm fine. Matter of fact, I've seen a couple of these where. The police show up, and it's like a motorcycle gang at a gas station. And the police show up, and there's one guy. The police show up with guns drawn, and they get they they you know they 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 walk up to this guy with the guns drawn. Oh, on your knees, on your knees, on your knees, like that. And the guy gets down on his knees, and his girlfriend's going. His girlfriend's freaking out. What? What do you do? What do you do? What? He's got a gun. We know he's got a gun. You know. You know. And 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 they, they said to the they said to the to the to the woman. You know, hold his one hand. Hold his one hand. So so he can't get to the gun. So she holds his hand, and he opens up his motorcycle jacket, and he pulls out a ring box and proposes to her. Because he's on his knees. How? Oh my goodness! How cute is that? <laughs> so then, then when she realized it's set up, and there's like all these people around. There's like twenty people, whole motorcycle gang, and everybody's going like, everybody's going like. And the funny part of it is, <laughs> when the cops pull up, they ask her, "Who are you? Who are you?" And she says, "I'm his wife. I'm his wife." You know, and and you know, they got him at gunpoint, and he gets down on his knees, and so then the cops are giving the woman trouble. You know, I thought you said you were his wife. Well, you're gonna be his wife, but not now. So I've seen a couple like that one's. The, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I can't. 
figure out what police department would be would do this because don't you think that somebody would file a complaint that the police actually pulled their guns out on a guy? Because I would think so. I mean, in most departments, if you pull your gun out of the holster, you, you have, have to write a whole report over <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly, not you don't even have to fire the gun. If you pull the gun, you have to write a report that you essentially quote unquote brandish your weapon. Man, I, I hate it when you brandish your weapon. I was just going to say brandish. <laughs> well, that's what they call it. Is this like Bradish, only not? Well, it's like the new, it's the new super, the snoop, what, the new Google thing? The new snooper? It's called Bard. Remember we talked about that yesterday? Yeah. The yeah, new, the new super, you know, the new, not Alexa, but the new super AI thing is called Bard. They just got those two letters mixed up. You know what? I should change my name. I could just to Bard. Yeah, Bard. I just reverse the two letters. You could always change it to Barf. Barf. Put an F at the end. That'd be nice. Yeah, Barf. Barf. Or I could just take the D off, and I could just be a bra, right? A bra. <laughs> or you could change it to an O, and you'd be a bro. Right. Or I could change it to an H, and I'd be a hurrah. What? <laughs> it's six forty-five. <laughs> That's the way I feel about Shelly. You're the only thing that I need to make me feel blessed. Oh, what a hallmark you are! You and a bottle of uh, of uh, whiskey, you know, one or the other. Would would that be cinnamon whiskey, <laughs> or would that be Fireball? Uh, you know, ever since Amaretto. Ever since I read that article, remember we had that article that talked about that people it's were complaining. It's just compla- not the same for you, is it? Well, no, no. If the, people were complaining about the little ninety nine cent bottles of Fireball. They weren't really whiskey. And I've yet to find one of those. Whenever I'm in a store and I see the little 99 bottle, 99 cent bottles, I always go through them and see if there's any fireballs in there. Every time I find it, it literally is the whiskey. And I'm going like, no, hold on a minute now. This article is so about. So what is it supposed to say? No, it's complicated because of the fact that apparently, you know, this it it varies from state to state. There's there's various grades of liquor license apparently. And apparently, you know, because you can, you know, a bar has one, you know, and it is with a bar, you're not allowed to leave the bar with the drink. You know what I mean? You're not, you, you're, legally, you can't leave if you got like a, if you have like a, uh, if they give you a long neck, you can't walk outside the bar with a long neck. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and, but that's different in various states. Like, for example, the police department I used to work for back in the day. I uh, didn't know that. Was in Illinois. And Illinois had this very, very, very strict law about the fact that if you pulled somebody over and let's say you looked in the backseat of their car and there were a bunch of empty beer cans, empty, not with beer in it, but let's say if you you went through every single beer can was empty. I mean, like dry as a bone empty. That was illegal transportation. You could not, you got a ticket for that. And in Missouri, if I'm not mistaken, if you go to a liquor store and let's say you buy a you know bottle of wine or something like that, if you don't have it in a bag, you know how they they have those sleeves that you like you put a bottle in. If you don't yeah. have it in one of those sleeves, that's illegal in the state of Missouri. You have to have it in a bag. I believe that's the way it is in Missouri. Uh, that's why they offer you that. And if you get like let's say you go you 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 go to the liquor store and you got a party at your house and you need another bottle or whatever, and you go down the street to the quickie mart and you you go and you buy a bottle, you walk out, you stick it on the front seat of your car, and you're driving home, you know, like two miles away. Cops pull you over. Let's say, like Shelly, you were, you know, in a in a school zone. You were doing a hundred. Uh, oh, cop would never stop it. Cop pulls you over, Mister Forty, and says, and says, "Hey, what's that in your front seat? Oh, we're having a party at my house, and uh, oh, you know, you know what? That's illegal. You can't have that sitting in your front seat. It's weird. 
in Illinois, I mean, there's all sorts of crazy, stupid laws, like with guns and things like that. In Illinois, uh, if you were, like, transporting a firearm, you had to have the gun partially disassembled, and you have to have the magazine. The, the magazine couldn't, I think the magazine could not be loaded if it was a semi-automatic, and you have to have, the gun has to be in one box, disassembled. I think you have to pull like the receiver off or the slide off. Ah, some crazy goofy stuff like that. And the ammunition has to be in another box and the magazine has to be in another box. And it's going, okay, whatever. You know, it's just like these people sit up at night. Hey, let's come up with some new goofy laws. Let's, let's, let's see. <laughs> let's just sit there and paraphrase. <laughs> right. Let's screw with, with our constituents and let's come up with, <laughs> yeah. hey, by the way, the you know, something, know. something I don't mi- care. Well, something I missed yesterday, which we talked about a couple weeks ago. What's that? You know what? You know what? I'm going to text. Valentine's Day? You know, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to text. I'm going to text. I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to text Mike Elam and see if he can go on the air with this. Uh, Mike Elam. Um, here we go. Mike Elam is is our our buddy who is an ex radio guy who now is a St. Charles County Council person. Any way, and he is sharp. We and a good could man. have you on on the air. On the you have to put right now air. Next hour, we're, we're getting too late, late in this hour, okay? Because oh, okay. one of the news stories out of St. Charles County was, and I told you this was going to happen, it's supposedly supposedly going to be on the April ballot about the marijuana tax. And not only is St. Charles County voting for this, but I believe almost all the munis in St. Charles County, at least the big ones like St. Peter's, Weldon Spring, Weldon Spring's not that big, but uh, uh, you know St. Peter's, O'Fallon, St. Charles, Wentzville, I believe are also going to vote. Now, here's the crazy thing, and this is what I'm curious about. The article that I heard specifically, or this news story I heard specifically said St. Charles County was thinking about doing this. And I'm thinking, okay, does that mean that St. Charles County would put in 3% and then like St. Peter's would put in another 3%. So in other words, if you bought marijuana at St. Peter's store, you're getting 6%, 3% for the county and 3% for the muni. And I'm going like, man, what a money grab. You know what I mean? But that's not as bad as... as you know what you mean. And they were so excited. They're like, oh. Who was excited? Money, money, money. Well, but see, money. I told you this whole goofy story. This is not me with any knowledge. I say this is my Sorry. theory. My theory was that the politicians really wanted the marijuana law, but they didn't want... And since, once again, in the state of Missouri, it's mostly conservatives, okay? Conservatives aren't supposed to have fun. Conservatives aren't supposed to drink. Conservatives aren't supposed to. Conservatives smoke. just want to have fun. Well, here's the deal between here's the deal between liberals and conservatives. Isn't that Cindy Lauper's song? Girl, that's girls want just conservatives just want to have, no. want to have okay, fun. Okay, here's the difference between conservatives and liberals. I can tell you I'm right sorry. now. Sorry, Republicans and Democrats. Okay, big national here. Here's here's Republicans. Republicans want no abortions and more guns, and Democrats want more abortions and no guns okay but on a on a statewide level the conservatives want to want to have no fun in public and the liberals want to have fun in public get what i'm saying why wouldn't they want you to have fun in public because because you have to hold that tradition that you're a, that you're a conservative and 
you know, well, yeah. I, I don't smoke, I don't drink. You know, it's just like I have a friend of mine. One day we're out and we're out, you know, out, I, I was having fun with him. We were out just driving around. And he looks at me and he says, I mean, this guy's like super conservative. He says, he says, you know, I don't stroke, I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't cuss. I go, really? And we drive along. And he's like, oh, whoa, stop the car, turn around. I go, what's happened? He says, blankety blank, I left my cigarettes at the bar. That was cute. <laughs> BS, but cute. Oh, no, he says, sorry, I'm at the Rotary this morning. Okay. Okay, so here, and don't, I'm going to type it back. Don't get dizzy, D-I-Z-Z-Y. Because, you know, when you're at the Rotary, you get dizzy. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, you have to be very careful about that. If you're, you know, you go round and round and round. Do you, you know about that? I did not. Matter of fact, they're having a problem in Cottleville. I don't know if you knew about this or not. Uh-huh. People are going through the, the guttermuth. 364. Yeah, that is something. Not one, not two, but three roundabouts. If they're going from like, you know, through, they're not getting off the highway and they're going through all three roundabouts, they're having problems where they come out of the roundabout, they're crashing into people's houses and cars and things like that because they're dizzy. Oh, they are not. Oh, but they have a terrible problem with this. Yeah. Oh, people, they do people not. People go through the three. If you oh, don't know, If it. you don't know what we're talking if about. Anything, if you, if you don't know what we're talking about. rude when they go through those roundabouts. And if you're clearly, you know, every roundabout seems like it's different. So you have to, like, adjust to the roundabout and then adjust to the people that are could care less whether or not you're there. They just want to get in the roundabout and get off. Don't say one word. <laughs> <laughs> Hold it. End of, nope. end of third break. Don't third. do it. <laughs> don't do it. It's another Shelly. No, no. If you don't know what we're talking about, on Goodermuth Road, they put in this new interchange right there, 364. That didn't used to be an interchange between Mid Rivers Mall Drive and uh, K. And they put this new interchange there. And on the north side, we'll call it, they have two back to back, back to back roundabouts and on the south side. So if you're if you're just going through the area, you literally have to go through. If you're going like from North to south, you go through one roundabout, then another roundabout, then you go over the overpass, you go through another roundabout. It's like, okay, this is like, <laughs> what? You know, you're spinning around, you're you go like, what is going on? You know, I I'm you know, well, what's the thing? I'm dizzy and I can't get up. I've oh. fallen and I can't get up. Okay, that's what it is. Okay, we have to take a break at six fifty nine. We totally do. Yes, we could be so good, but we're not. We're just stupid Brad and Shelley on the radio. We could be uh, so good. We could be, we stupid? just think, we could no. be We could be on Cam Wex right now. But no, we suck. We could be on Casey right now. You, 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 I'll put my Casey voice on. Hey, Shelly, let me hear you do a Casey voice. <laughs> Come on, Shelly, you got to talk like that. Casey, 95. Hey, pretty good. Oh, hey, well, what, wasn't it great last night? What'd you do last night? I took my sister-in-law out to dinner oh wow just smoke some joints like sweet sweet meat you you know put a joint in your mouth and... <laughs> no sorry. we didn't smoke cigarettes either she- shelly we had the revelation. i know be sure to tell them that was we, like we had the re- revelation of the show one morning that shelly didn't realize that the 
quote unquote cigarette in sweet meat's mouth was a joint. <laughs> I never knew that. I never ever knew that. You know, everybody knows pigs smoke dope. And smoke I was dope, sitting there, know? and for years, I'm like, why are they, why is he smoking a cigarette? Doesn't yeah, right. they, don't they know that they're you know sm- they're like anti the world's anti cigarette? Right. Do you think they need to why is he reevaluate that? Right, right, the, right, right, right. The pig. Right, right. And the you know what you know you know I found out I talked to John Beck the other day, and did you? you? Yeah, you know what John Beck told me. What? He told me something really interesting. You know, when he took over Keishi, they took the joint out of the pig's mouth. So in other words, the pig didn't have the joint in his mouth anymore. Right. Do you know why that was? That wasn't no. that wasn't their choice. So PETA threatened to sue them because it was essentially harmful to a pig to be smoking a joint. So they said, you know, we can't have we can't have a, 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 a an illustration of a pig with a joint in his mouth. That joint can do brain damage to that pig, and we don't want you to have that joint in the pig's mouth because other pigs will see that and they'll go, Well, I'm gonna smoke a joint too. I'm gonna get my pig stone. <laughs> I told you about this goofy story <laughs> was yesterday we talked about that, that PETA is trying to sue Anheuser Busch over the fact that they cut the Clyde's Day's Clydesdale's tales. Come on, Peter. You know that's why. That's why people. It gets to a point where where it's like, okay, knock it off, Peter. Go back in your hole somewhere. Well, <laughs> so how did they get the joint back in his mouth? I'm kidding. They didn't. That wasn't. That was a joke about Peter. Oh, I'm so <laughs> you, stupid. You believe Stop me? It. You believe me? <laughs> I, I I really. Yeah, we can't. And have... you know, I'm I'm completely faultless. You know, God, I can't do you, believe I believe you. Do you know? You're so on, on Brad. <laughs> you know, I I I say that I like people that have a passion for things. Okay, I love uh-huh. I love people that are passionate about their work or whatever. But that's one thing where you read these stories. Like for example, there used to be this woman. This is going back a number of years. And she used to tour the country. And she used to get booked on radio stations. She physically showed up at radio stations. And she was like a PETA activist. And everybody tried to trip her up. And nobody could because they would try to call her a hypocrite. And they go, well, you got leather shoes on, don't you? No, my shoes are plastic. You know, they went through the whole thing. And she talked about, you know, well, you probably wear makeup, you know, because sometimes they use, they they test makeup and stuff like that on animals. You know, they do the... Yeah, animal testing. Right. You know, for a while, there was the thing where all the makeup companies came out and said, we don't test our our makeup on animals. We test it on husbands. (laughs) Uh, That's funny. No, but, and she was like, you know, I don't, you know, but once again, hypocrisy is at some point in time, you know, and it was interesting because the guys who were really the smart guys would always trip her up because of the fact there was something that she did that involved killing animals. and Like flatting a swine? Well, no, I can't remember what no. it was. Swatting it was, a it, it was something <laughs> like, like, it's sort of like the deal. We talked about this. Remember we talked about, about remember, I actually heard it on NPR they they talked about the fallacy of people going to the grocery store with the like the reusable uh, bags, you know, like the the cloth yes. bags, and they said that you'd have to use that cloth bag seven thousand seven hundred times 
in order to uh, be equal to one plastic bag. Because and I read the article is pretty interesting. Talked about you know the farmer you know if it's like a cotton bag. A lot of the bags are cotton or they're like made out of hemp or something like that. But anyway, talked about the farmer. You know he's got he used a diesel uh, fuel to plow the field and he plowed the field three or four times. You know he plowed it once and then he you had the planter and then he had the 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 harvester machine. You know the the combine and and then and then you know they took that cotton and and it went you know and they transported in a truck to the cotton mill and the cotton mill you know sent it to you know so in other words it's got all these things that involve being you know producing emissions and and then they said okay and after all that you'd have to use that bag 7700 times to equal the carbon footprint of one plastic bag and remember remember we talked about this before remember the deal was during the pandemic, you couldn't use the reusable bags anymore. They wouldn't let them in the store. Remember that? You can't bring it in. You have to use a plastic bag. Remember that? I do. Ah, God, all this crazy stuff. Okay. Here's the thing that got me yesterday. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. And and this is to the point where, where like, I'm thinking to myself, how stupid does the government think we are? Okay. They think we're pretty stupid. Okay. Yesterday, they the White House had a conference call with all the governors of the United States. All 50 governors, I think, participated. And That's con- kind of cool. And the conference call was about the balloons, you know, the things they've shot down, the original balloon that came across uh-huh. the United States, flew right over St. Louis. You know, matter of fact, I went outside and I gave it the one, I, 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 I waved with one finger at the balloon. So I guess they got my picture. You saluted there. it, did you? Did I ever tell you the story about, about how I, I was on one of the Google Earth pictures? I know that. I was at I was at the crap transmitter site. Yes, you were. And there's my truck, and you can see me out in the field. I'm going like, that's and me. It looks like it was a drone picture. That's me. That's me. That's me. You know. Anyway, okay. So yesterday they but have this. Do you think it was a drone picture? No, it was. It was. It was the Google Earth. So they they come down. I mean, here's 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 what's interesting. I heard this the guy who knows a hell of a lot more than I'll ever know, and he was saying he was giving the explanation of why they would float a balloon. And he said, think about how good the pictures are from Google Earth when you watch those satellite pictures. And he says, think those, those, those pictures are taken from like low Earth orbit, which is like 100 miles in space. Okay, so here they've got this balloon, which has these cameras on it, the, you know, the Chinese balloon, and they're only... Five miles up in space, or sixty miles, sixty thousand feet would be how many miles? Would be would be two miles per two miles per per um, five thousand feet essentially. So sixty thousand feet would be would be what? Ten miles, twelve miles up in space. Sounds like it. Yeah. Okay. Twelve twelve miles up in space. Okay. And I think to myself, I never thought of it that way. He says he says it's basic photography. If you've got a really good camera and you take a picture of something a hundred feet away. And then you take that same picture 10 feet away, you're going to have a much cleaner picture and much more definition. I go like, okay, I get it. So he's saying that the reason the Chinese people floated this balloon is they wanted extreme detail that they can't get from the satellite. Okay, so I, I, went, off, I went off track there. So yesterday the White totally House did. the White, Ho- White House has this conference call, and they tell the governors, ready for this? 
there are actually thousands of objects in the sky. Okay. The official quote was, the flying objects number in the hundreds, if not thousands, and could be anything from, are you ready from this? Aircraft launched by commercial enterprises to a used car lot balloon. <laughs> wow. This is the government telling the governors. They're saying, okay, don't worry about these UFOs. Don't worry about these things we're shooting down. It could be anything from, from a commercial enterprise to a used car lot balloon. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That was important to to have a Zoom call with all the governors. I mean, but once again, they're saying it could be hundreds. Now, here's what's interesting. You used to work for the FAA, right? I did. Okay. Do you think the FAA would admit to the fact that there's hundreds, maybe thousands of stuff flying around in the in the air that they don't know about? No. Yes, exactly. That's my point exactly. If I bet you if you got an FAA spokesman in that room, he would be having to go change his underwear because he would be going like, <laughs> go, what? There's hundreds of thousands, hundreds of now thousands of objects floating around in the sky, and some of them are used car balloons? Now, here's my question. Why can't it be a new car dealership balloon? Why is it only used car dealerships? Do used car dealerships have a special because kind of... Because there almost are no new cars, Brad. <laughs> no. Why can't it be... Uh, why can't it be... <laughs> I, I read this yesterday. I thought to myself, this has got to be a joke. Am I reading The Onion? Um, here we go. This is the first paragraph of the story. White House officials were adamant in a virtual briefing with governors on Monday that flying objects recently spotted over North America are not of extraterrestrial origin, according to a recording uh, uh, of, of the briefing. Quote, this is literally from the briefing. I'm going to read this quote. There are no UFOs. This is not an invasion of the aliens. This is White House Homeland Security Advisor Liz Sherwood Randall. She told governors on the half-hour call. I mean, it's funny, but it's not funny because people are communicating this on platforms that are widely viewed and it's creating fear that is unnecessary. Now, remember, the interesting part Isn't of this is... Isn't that what the government does anyway? Right. The interesting part of this is that this guy who is the general, who is the head of NORAD, on Sunday said, <laughs> he says, he ruled, he ruled out when he was in a press conference on Sunday after they shot down the fourth thing they shot down on Sunday... He was in a press conference. I've seen this press conference, and he was asked, are you ruling out anything? And he says, we've ruled out, we're not ruled, we haven't ruled out anything, including potentially aliens. He said it. He said it could be aliens. So now the government says, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. And, and people on these social media platforms are sharing all these memes about, you know, Martians and things like that. But Martian, she come, Martian, Martian. <laughs> so their explanation is use car lot <laughs> balloons, right? Okay. Oh, that's funny. I'm telling you, if someone from the government said, if I said, hey, what are those things floating around up there? Are they, are they aliens? Oh, no, they're used car lot balloons. Okay, fine. <laughs> they said, while the objects may not be evidence of life on other planets, the government doesn't currently know what they are, and they are likely far more of them than was previously understood. We are dealing with a number of objects that are not well characterized, Sherwood Randall told governors on Monday. She says, it's true that there are things that are being identified that don't resemble anything else that largely don't present a threat, and we have to figure out what to do about them. And it turns out there are hundreds, if not thousands of them. 
our government at work. I, I, Indeed. I mean, they are busy. She's saying, and I think all these flying things, whatever they're talking about, is just um. I, I can't say. Okay, I'm now, sorry. now here's the interesting thing. Here's the quote. She says, most of the objects are likely innocuous, Sherwood Randall added, ranging from, quote, used car balloon, used car lot balloons to aircraft launched by commercial enterprises. Okay, if you're a commercial enterprise, you have this thing called the FAA, and the FAA says, they've gotten to the point where when you go buy a drone, do you know this? Now, when you go buy a drone, like a, a kid's toy drone, yeah. Do you know you have to register that now? That doesn't surprise me. No, seriously. Me. You have to Seriously, re- it doesn't surprise me. You have to me. register it. Matter of fact, a matter of fact, uh if and and if you do any kind of work like if legally if you have a drone that has a camera on it and most of them do now, you know, the cheapy ones, almost all of them have like some kind of little 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 it might be a crappy camera, but I mean you can go buy you can go buy a DJ DJI um you know, like drone that takes amazing pictures do you but, remember when we were out at the transmitters one of the transmitter sites oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well and well, we had a drone no no we went, that was that was joe gearling joe gearling the chief engineer of of at the time of odyssey we're on the 97 one tower and he brought his drone out and i, I go, mean that was i cool. go can you take a picture of our antenna because we had a new this this and the station one right now we just put up the new new antenna on that tower and he take he gets his drone it's a little tiny thing remember he had like a little tiny case is, in, his, but it was in the lovely. trunk of his car it was, it was really nice he unfolded it you know and he grabs his little little control you know okay here we go and he goes up and down the top that was in the video we showed to the o'fallon chamber of commerce remember yeah i had that drone video in there and and i i said to him i go joe what'd you pay for that like eight hundred dollars I'm going like, but see, technically, and I'm not trying to get Joe in trouble, but I think technically. Well, then don't say it. Well, I think that was illegal because he was using it commercially. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't. He didn't charge He really it. wasn't. He, he, he was, yeah, he was, it was just, he was just taking pictures of the tower. He didn't, he yeah, didn't that's all he was doing. Okay. So, so, so the next time you drive by a used car lot and there's a balloon there, you're going to say, hey guys. Are you going to let that thing go up in the space so the Air Force can shoot it down? <laughs> yeah, sometimes I wonder if it's just, you know, who I'm bigger than you are. <laughs> okay, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan announced, this is the call yesterday. He announced so funny. the interagency task force to study the flying objects this week. Recovery teams are currently working to retrieve this. Now, now here's, can I can I tell you something? Um, hold on. Oh, please do. Okay, the object shot down over the Yukon Territory. This is the one I think. This is the one on. This is number the first th- one. No, the the this is the second or the third one that was shot down over the Yukon Territory. Described as cylindrical in shape by Canadian Defense Minister Anita Anand, and I'm telling you, she's a looker, by the way. Across all the objects over the weekend, because that's so important. <laughs> yeah, there are certain similarities in terms of characteristics or size, but they are all unique and different in their own way. Um, Tuesday noting that they could be anything from sky trash. Sky trash? What is sky trash? The same thing as universe <laughs> trash, only Sky smaller. trash to weather experiments. All three objects were much smaller than the 200-foot Chinese balloon uh, that was shot down on the coast on February 4th. A 30-foot section of that balloon uh, payload was recovered by U.S. forces off the ocean the floor this week. Okay. I'm going like sky trash. <laughs> hey, what are you doing tonight? We're going to go launch some sky trash. Okay, so she's saying their business is launching these things. Okay, if you get caught doing that, you go to jail. 
I mean, can I but take? See, if that was really true, what? When we were fl- when we fly in planes, we would see some of it. Well, I've never seen sky trash. Have you? <laughs> Are you lying? <laughs> I saw her at 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 Pops a couple weeks ago. She was on stage. Seriously, as sky trash. Is everything you just said a lie? <laughs> no, see that's what they're saying. They're saying I'm reading the article. She says, "Where? Let me read the thing." It says, um. <laughs> I will throat punch you no, if everything no. you said was a lie. Oh, she, she says, no, and she I says, you. You, she said, use car lot balloons and then last security. Uh, um, okay. Then, uh, okay. The most recent one shot down on Sunday had an octagonal shape with strings hanging off and was flying at about 20,000 feet, potentially making it a danger to civilian aircraft. Okay. Uh, the object was, um, yeah, here it is right now. The, here's the quote again. Across all of the objects over the weekend, there are certain similarities in terms of characteristics or size, but they are all unique and different in their own way. This is according to a senior U.S. defense official told uh, Fox News on Tuesday, noting that they could be anything from, quote, sky trash to, quote, weather experiments. He said, or he or she, or it, said sky trash, sky trash. Is isn't that what happens when you forget to you forget to put the lid on your trash can on trash day and the wind comes up and it blows it in the air? It's sky trash. You know. So wasn't on. there a business called Sky called Sky Trash? Hold on a minute. I have, I have to look at something real quick. I'm not going to say it until it's called I... Sky's Trasher. Hold on a minute. <laughs> You're gonna die when I tell you what I'm doing. It, the smartest. Do I want to know? The smartest woman in the world's gonna die. Well, then if we, she dies and I die, somebody beat me to it. Your skytrash.com is already taken. It was probably taken <laughs> about five minutes ago. I was gonna. I was gonna buy skytrash.com. Hey, yes, yeah, skytrash.com. Yeah, we'll take. You got skytrash. We'll come. You know, is is George Jetson gonna sweep down his little in little truck and pick up the skytrash? This is what we're gonna do. God. The government, know. you know, but do, wasn't there a business that used to be? Uh, I had a business called Sky Tracker, which we had. We had. Oh. Uh, we had searchlights. They were four-headed searchlights called Sky Tracker. So that wasn't Sky Trasher. No, Sky. Hold on, let me look at Sky Trasher. <laughs> Sky Trasher. <laughs> Skytrasher.com. Skytrasher.com. See, anytime any these smart guys on. Hold on a minute. It went into went into stupid mode. Went into Shelly mode? No, hold that on. That was nice. Skytrasher.com. Oops. That was my fault. I know it was. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh hey, Skytrasher.com is available. Of course it is. Skytrasher.com. Hi. You're going to buy it? I'm Brad. I'm your Sky Trasher. <laughs> the smartest woman is saying, no, no, Sky Trash. <laughs> you know, Are you going to buy that for real? No. Well, if, if Sky Trash was available, I would have bought it. Sky Trash. Because <laughs> think about it for a minute. You know, somebody's going to buy that now, and then you're going to have to buy it for like $2,000. No, 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 no. No, it won't be that at all, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. You might as well just buy it. It's what, $19? No. No, skytrasher.com. I don't like that. Yeah. If it was skytrash. Here, let me see, hold. It. Let me let me go back to skytrash. Let me see what's available as far as skytrash is concerned, because they've got all the alternatives. You can't get that one, so they'll give you this one. We can buy. We could buy uh, skytrash.com. 
It's not available. But here's what is available. Skytrash.org. Skytrash.co. Skytrashes.com. Trashsky.com. Skytrash.io. Skytrash.info. Stinkytrash.com. Guess what? That one is a premium domain. $2,895. Skytrash.us. Skytrash.shop. Dumptrash.com. Skytrash.us. That's appropriate. <laughs> Skytrash.store. online, Skytrashy.com. Skytrash.me. Skytrash.app. Skywaste.com. Skytrash.live. Uh, life. Skytrash.tech. Skytrashes.com. Skytrash.live. Skytrash.tv. Trash.co. That's only $22,000. Hey, we here's okay. here's one. Here we go. Skytrash.club. We could be, hey, join the Skytrash Club. Yes. Don't throw your hamburger wrappers in the trash can when you're driving down a highway at 120 miles an hour Just like Shelly. Just throw them out the window. Just throw them out the window. They're Skytrash. Yeah, join the Skytrash Club. That's what Brad says to do. <laughs> right. Skytrasher.com. Right. Join, join the Skytrash Club. <laughs> I like Skytrasher better, but that's me. <sighs> Skytrasher. Yeah. It is BS.show. I'm Shella. She's Brad734. Okay, we're having fun this morning. I'm going to bring it down to what I think is an extremely sad story. And I read this yesterday. I thought to myself, I can't believe this. You ready for this? What's that? Okay, remember the Brian Laundrie and Gabby Petito thing where they go on this trip and they go on this van and they're going into the West and he comes back home and he goes, I have no idea what happened to Gabby. She's gone. I don't know where she's at. Remember that whole It turns out that he murdered her, okay? Yes. There's a court case going on. The Petitos, uh, uh, Gabby's parents, are suing the laundries. In other words, one parent set of parents is suing the other set of parents for emotional distress in connection with Gabby's death. The lawyer for the Petitos has found out that there's a letter that Brian's mother... In other words, the murderer's mother wrote to her son and the letter talked about that she would, this is a quote, she would help him, this was in a letter, do things, quote, including helping him get out of prison, getting a shovel and some other things. And talks about um, the envelope contained the letter that was from, Brian Laundrie's mother to her son that said, burn after reading. That's what the letter said, according to so Riley. either he didn't listen to his mother or he didn't, he didn't want to burn it. Okay, this was, the letter is recovered from Brian Laundrie's backpack. If you remember the whole thing, he went near his house someplace down in Florida and, and shot himself and killed himself. But he, there was, and, and then there was a backpack that had a confession in it and a bunch of other stuff. This letter was in the backpack. And this letter is from Brian Laundrie's mother, which in an envelope that said burn after reading, which he didn't do. Uh, anyway, in court, uh, court Tuesday yesterday, defense attorney for Laundrie's parents said the letter is irrelevant. They're not denying the relevant. They, the letter is, is there. How could that not be relevant? They said the letter is irrelevant to the lawsuit and they shouldn't have to produce it, but also confirmed that the letter exists and that another family attorney has it in their possession. Now, how this came about was it said that the lawyer for Petito's parents, Patrick Riley, 
was at a uh, remote hearing in Sarasota County Circuit Court in Florida, and he saw the letter at an FBI regional office and expressed it things it had, including helping him get out of prison. Get this. It expressed things that said, quote, including helping him get out of prison, getting a shovel, and some other things. It talks about burying the body. Okay? This is her son's, you know, in other words, her mother knew it all along that her son killed his girlfriend. I'm going like, and remember they went on vacation together. Oh, let's go on a vacation. Her our, mother our son, knew all along. Yes. His mother. That her son his mother killed his girlfriend. Knew all along that his son, her son, killed his girlfriend. Okay. So in other words, the Brian Laundrie's mother knew all along, not all along, I mean, but after, at some point in time, she knew that he had killed his girlfriend. And she wrote him this letter on the envelope. It says, burn after reading. And it talks about that she's would support him no matter what. And she would help him. If he goes to prison. He will help her. He, he, she would help him break out of prison. And, and that, you know, if that he would, that she would help him bury the body and get a shovel. I'm going like, is this sick or what? I mean, if this is true, I mean, they claim it is. Matter of fact, I read the article. It says right here, it says in court, it says, um, in court Tuesday, a defense attorney for Laundry's parents said the letter is irrelevant to the lawsuit and they shouldn't have it, have to produce it, but also confirmed that the letter exists and another family attorney has it in their possession. So they're saying, yes, this is true. Yes, there was a letter that Brian Laundry's mother wrote to him, essentially saying, hey, burn this after you read it, but if you, you know, we'll help you bury the body, we'll help you get out of prison. That's just sick. You know? I mean, how can you do something like that? Because it's your son. I get it. It's Mrs. Laundry's son, but it's the Petito's daughter that he killed. How would she feel if the tables were turned, if the Gabby Petito killed him? And she'd probably go, oh, my God, that, that, woman, that woman killed my son. And, and, and her, mother, her mother wrote a letter about, oh, it's terrible and horrible. She should be thrown in jail and never let out. You know what I'm saying? I do. God. I don't understand this kind of stuff. And not only that. People are weird, aren't well, they? Well, there's another. You know, everybody says, can you believe it? I'm like, okay. there is nothing that people do that surprises me anymore. The Petito family are also suing the Moab Police Department, if you know this crazy story. Because what? they claim, remember they have the video of, they, they have the, the, the body camera video of pulling them over. And and the and I thought the police did a really good job. No, supposedly they didn't. They did a terrible job because well, of course they, did. they were supposed to have separated them. There's, I think, some Utah law or something like that. The fact that if a police department, um, you know, um, suspects that there's spousal or you know they weren't married, but you know what I mean, like you know, yes. man woman kind interpersonal relationship. Um, you know, there's there's violence that they're supposed to separate them. And supposedly the police department was, I think this is under Utah law, they were under essentially an order, uh, not an order, but in other words, the procedure they should have followed was they should have said, okay, we think there's something going on here. You know, okay, Gabby, you're coming with us. We're going to find you a hotel room. And Brian, you go sleep in your van and we'll sleep this down off. Down by tw- the river. Yeah, down by the river and sleep this off in 24 hours and we'll see what happens. But, you know, once again, you know, the crazy thing with body cam video is that it was supposed to show that how terrible police are. And, the, the, you know, and there are instances where it does show, like where those five cops beat the, that guy to death 
in in uh, Memphis, okay? Once again, I get that. That's where body cam video comes in handy where you go like, "Okay, those guys were terrible. Uh they shouldn't have done uh, did, did what they what they did." Okay? But there for every one of those, there's like 50 of them where you see these criminals trying to kill the police, trying to shoot them, trying to run them over with cars, trying to, you know, catch them on fire, trying to throw grenades at them, you know, and and you see this, it's just like some of the local ones here. There was that infamous car chase where the one the one guy got you know the police officer got shot and almost killed remember that and I, I mean it was crazy you watch these guys you know flying through subdivisions you know like kids out in the street and you go like okay you know who cares about that you know i mean you, you hear about all these crazy things and not only that there's whole channels matter of fact there's one called um blue cam and there's another one called uh, there's a bunch of them and all they are is is body cam videos of these crazy encounters that police have with people. There's one video. I saw this one video where they chase this guy, and he's wanted for murder or something like that, and they're chasing him. And I'm I'm telling you, this is a true story. I can find the video. He, they, 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 they get him to run his car off the road, and he and he smashes into somebody's tree in somebody's front yard, and he gets out of the car and he runs away. And as he's running away. He's running backwards, and he's firing shots at the police officers. And one of the police officers is wearing, like, a baseball cap. It shoots that cap off his head. Okay, so, you know. Does it shoot his head? No. How much closer can you come than getting killed when you're a police officer and a guy fires? It's like something out of the stupid Western movies, you know, where the guy, oh, they shoot the cow- the cowboy's hat off his head. You know, hey, don't come near me. Boom. And it, it literally, you see the video of the guy running backwards. You see the puff, and they show it in slow motion. You see the puffs of the gun, you know, when he's firing the gun. And then you see this cop's hat fly off his head backwards and and then later you know they took they look at him and he's just got like a little tiny mark on his head where the bullet just barely grazed his top of his head and it caught like the very top of his head of his you know like a baseball kind of cap and pull it off his head i'm going like that dude you know i think i've that got that was one life right <laughs> yes he's one <laughs> lsob if you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know what i'm saying lsob Elsa, hmm. lucky sob. Get what I'm saying? I know what it means, Brad. <laughs> and once again, you see these crazy, weird videos of all these bizarre, weird people doing terrible things. Now, what's interesting about it, there's things that come out about the Memphis Police Department. One of the problems is they can't get anybody to be cops anymore. Okay, so you know what Memphis did? Do you blame them? Well, no, I don't blame them off. My one of my <laughs> sons had a dad want to be a cop. I go, hey, you know what? Uh, maybe when we want to go out and have dinner and maybe rethink this, you know, this is not the job for you. But they talked about in Memphis, the problem they're having in a lot of departments is they can't find enough people to be cops. So they're lowering the, the requirements. And one of the requirements that Memphis has lowered, you can now be a convicted felon and be a cop in Memphis. Shut up. I'm telling you the truth. You can be a. Con- I don't know if you're telling me the truth or not. I will look it up. You can be a convicted felon, and and be a police officer in Memphis, because they can't find enough people to be police. You know, and then you got Corey Would Bush. Would you really out there. trust a convicted felon with your? You know, the point is probably one of your darkest hours. Their point they're saying is, and I'm I'm saying this allegedly 
the five cops involved in beating that poor guy to death down in Memphis. And once again, it was five black cops and a black guy they beat to death. It wasn't, you know, five white guys, hey, let's beat up that black guy. It was five black dudes, five black police officers beating up a black dude. And there's another story, which I've read two or three times. They claim that, and once again, I don't think anybody's been able to prove this. They claim that the guy that was killed was having an affair with one of the police officer's wives. And I don't know if that's true or not. I've read that two or three places. And this was like a code red, hey, that guy's having an affair with officer so-and-so's wife. Let's treat him like teach him a lesson. But they claim that at least one of these Memphis officers was a former gang member. I'm going like, okay, this just gets too weird. You know, let convicted felons be police officers. Pretty soon, pretty soon. I'm not saying I agree with that. You know, hey. How do you think that man, that man thinks? Think about what's going on with this. Now that he's got a second chance. This is what's called incrementalism. You know, incrementalism is you don't just, you know, one day you don't say it's black and the next day it's white. You know, it's like we had, you know, we had Sean Hayes on here. His his book's about the shades of gray. Okay. Think about this. Police officers as, as, um, you know, as with felons, uh, you know, uh, people with felony uh, counts against them being a police officer. The next thing will happen, we'll have somebody who's 80 years old with Alzheimer's be our president. I mean, that's the next thing could happen if we don't stop things right now. Oh, Isn't that what we have already? <laughs> I think we have it already. And the next thing we'll have is we'll have, we'll have government officials saying, oh, those things in the sky, those are balloons from used car lots. <laughs> It's 747. <laughs> it is. It is BS.show. I'm Shella. She's Brad. 751. You know, I've never talked about this before, but I have two useless college degrees. Ever talk, I've never said anything about this before. <laughs> I snorted again. I'm sorry. I have I have two journalism degrees, okay? Absolutely positive. Because worthless. one wasn't enough. <laughs> one wasn't enough. I had to go get two. Okay. Local reporter in Florida. Yesterday they're having a they're having some kind of a press conference. I don't know where he was. This is Governor DeSantis, who's you know everybody says going to run for president. And before the press conference started, all the videotape is rolling. Everybody's recording, you know, recording, and they don't know when he's going to walk in. So there's a couple reporters who are up near where DeSantis, like where he's supposed to speak from. A couple mm-hmm. reporters, like in first row, and they're having a conversation, but they don't realize that the mics are hot. And that they're being recorded. And the one reporter says, her name is, uh, she's a local reporter in Florida, was caught on hot mic saying her job is to, quote, make Republican Governor Ron DeSantis uncomfortable. So does that mean she still has a job? (laughs) Well, she probably got a promotion. What are you talking about? Uh, and the quote is, and you can hear this, it's it's hard hard to listen to, but if you listen to, there's, you know, once again, it's just, a lockdown camera shot of a microphone. Looks like they're in like a police or like a fire department or something like that. Or it could be one of the companies. There's a bunch of companies down in Florida that make fire engines, believe it or not. There's a, a, a E1s down there. There's a couple other ones. Um, anyway, it looks like it might be one of those kind of places. It's just like the lectern standing up there and the microphone's there. And there's nobody there. And it's just the lockdown video. But you can hear people talking. And the, this reporter, she says, quote, no, my job is to ask the tough questions and make him uncomfortable. And later on in the exchange, uh, this uh, Collins, what's her name? What's her name? Her name is uh, Atia, A-T-Y-I-A. Would that be Atia? Atia? 
Atia Collins, that's her name, okay? Hari pronounced A-T-Y-I-A. Later on in the exchange, Collins spoke about uh, how her web manager urged her to just run up to him as he gets off the stage and just yell questions at him. <laughs> ambush uh-huh. ambush that interview. sounds very professional. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and it's interesting. Later on, DeSantis took questions from reporters. Collins attempted to press him on the emptied school bookshelves in Duval County following his administration's guidelines banning pornographic material from children's books. She alluded to a video that went viral last month, which the governor quickly dismissed as being part of a fake narrative. Okay, and I do remember seeing this video. Somebody went into a library and took all the books off the shelves and say, this is what's left in our school's book, our school's library after DeSantis has declared all these books to be pornographic. Now, what's interesting about about this is um, there have been several people and one of them one of them happened I believe someplace in Missouri where one of the parents showed up to the school board meeting and she starts reading this very nasty book where what, it's, was it a romance novel well no 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 it's dis- it's it's discussing sexual activity in graphic detail so that's not a romance novel no and the school board people go berserk. You can't read that. And then her response is, guess where I got this book from? My kid's library at your school. So in other words, the idea being is they won't allow her to read this at the school board meeting, but yet the book's in the library. I and yeah. To me, it's going like point well made. You know what I mean? Like if you can't read it, it's, I don't understand. You know what's sort of crazy about this is one point in time, I told you my mom was a special education teacher. And I, you know, come, looking back on it, I think she burnt out on that. And she went back to school and she got her master's degree in what they call, you know, they change everything. Remember, IT used to be called MIS. You know, you, know, you were yes, MIS. Yes, I remember per, that. You know, and then now it's IT and, you know, things change. She mm-hmm. was some kind, and she wasn't a librarian. She was a informational specialist or something like that. She got a master's degree in that. And she was essentially the librarian at Kirby Junior High School, where I went to school at, which is closed, by the way. I don't know if you know that or not. It's not, they closed it down. I didn't. That's very sad. Yeah, it's still there, but they closed it down. Um, anyway, because they don't have enough kids anymore. You know, they're, 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 they had, matter of fact, they, they took a wing of, get this, Hazelwood East High School, there's not enough kids in the high school anymore and not enough kids in the junior high. So they shut down the junior high and they moved the, the high, their junior high kids into part of the high school building. So that'll give you an idea of how few kids there are left anymore. Anyway, so I'm thinking to myself, if my mom were alive today, I mean, she would be going nuts over this kind of stuff because of the fact, even back then, People were complaining about books like 1984. I remember my mom coming home and telling me about, you know, we had a parent show up at the at the library today and complaining about the book 1984. You know what the book 1984 is about? Um, isn't it about the end of the world? Well, it's about what's going on right now. Isn't that George Orwell's book? Yes, George Orwell's. Yeah, very good. It's it's about what's going on right now where the government controls everything. You know, you you can't you can't, you know, you 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 everybody everybody sort of turned into sheep. And you have, you know, the government is controlling the media, and you can't say this, you can't say that. If oh you... my gosh, that's where we're at now. <laughs> right, I know. It's to How the point. prophetic. <laughs> and, and this was written, I think the book was written like in the 60s or something like that. And, you it, know, it was. Here, let me look at it. Let me my look mom at it had a copy. Right. And once again, I mean, it's become, 
a some people would say a an literary cult following a literary classic other people would call it a piece of trash you know once again you know it's just like me i go to the junkyard let me see 1984 um just like dianetics oh you remember that yeah it republished it was published in 1949 wow Characters, Big Brother, Winston Smith, Emmanuel Goldstein, Julia, Smy, Syme, and O'Brien. And essentially, what's, what's here? What's them in the. Uh, 1984 is a dystopian social science fiction novel and cautionary tale by English writer George Orwell, published on 8th of June, 1949, by Secker and Warburg as or- Orwell's ninth and final book completed in his lifetime. Um, the- thematically, it centers on the consequences of totalitarianism mass surveillance, and repressive regimentation of people and behaviors within society. Guess what? We're already there. Mass surveillance. You drive around, there's cameras everywhere, right? <laughs> there's, the machine. Right. There's cameras taking pictures of you driving through red lights. There's cameras mm-hmm. taking pictures of Shelly doing 100 It's called the machine, there's, and it's called person of interest. Right. There's there's a there's a, a picture of Shelly being taken by a, a camera up in Iowa where she's doing 120 in a 30-mile-an-hour zone. I uh, wasn't going that much, but he did take a picture of me well it wasn't and a he. i didn't see his it wasn't a he it wasn't it it was a it was a it was a, a, a speed camera it was just sitting, sitting there sitting if there they had just asked me why what i was doing they don't care i would have told them they don't care they just want your money they don't care about your speeding they just want your money i wasn't gonna pay it just like it's just like the marijuana stuff they don't care if you get high and drive around they just want their sales tax from it that's see, all they and care that's about the thing that i have a problem with if you like we were talking about this the other day if you sit there and you work in a in a um oh we got to go yeah, 759 What were you going to say? We'll remind we will put it on the t- the tab for tomorrow. What were we going to say about um well now I can't remember. I can't put it in words cuz I'm on pressure. Pressure. Under pressure. Dun, 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 I was just thinking the same thing. Okay. Have a great day everybody. Peace and I fly. And what's day today? What's the day today? Home day. Thank you. Yeah. 759 Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.